just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's man's I'm so happy to be here, blessings, I'm blessings, I'm blessed Taylor made life Yeah, no Rocco Shock Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast What up, though, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Who's Man's This Podcast. I'm your host, Ronda Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Made. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, what's up, y'all? You know what day it is. It's Thursday, and you're listening to our voices. It's almost Halloween, but y'all ain't ready for that. Anyways, what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you was trying to be smooth. <laughs> Oh, I try to be like uh, someone we know, but it didn't work out. I'm going to let him do his thing. I'm going to leave that to him. <laughs> oh, is that you over there? <laughs> Looking all good. Is you smiling? Let, let me see you smile. Like that. Like that. Okay, I suck at doing that, but <laughs> you that's my boy. Sorry, man. That's my boy. Hey, shout out to uh, Mr. Hotspot on Instagram. Uh, Conrad just told me that he's the reason I'm following him. I didn't know that, but yeah, <laughs> but that dude is is uh, funny. He makes me yeah. laugh every single time I watch the video too. Like it never fails. He'd be like, like that. Show your teeth. Show your teeth. Because your mama love you. Your mama love you. <laughs> All right. I'm done. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two for two. All right, man. So how y'all living? How y'all eat, man? Conrad, how about you? Good weekend, man. Um, had to work. And then um, on Saturday, I want to check out this uh, arcade brewery. So it was real dope. Had all the old school games and it was just a bunch of grown ups acting like kids with alcohol. So and it was still like fun and not no one was being stupid, so it was a good time. Um so yeah, that was my weekend. Can't complain. How about y'all? Man, if you if you don't follow Conrad on Instagram or Snapchat, you're missing out on the most artistic photos of like a random place that nobody else would see but him like if i took those photos people would just think i'm drunk like conrad (laughs) does it and it's like it's like oh my god i never even knew we had that color in the world and where did that light come from (laughs) wow i want to try i want to move to this place like conrad is this the the single reason that uh, Richmond's population is growing because <laughs> he makes it look cool. I'll take that. <laughs> but man, uh, how about you though, B? How your weekend been? Uh, just <laughs> if you're nasty, you know what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> this was part two. This is part two. Uh, yeah, I know y'all mad. Don't be. Because <laughs> it don't look good on you. <laughs> she came to St. Louis. You know, they were blessed. Um, and I was blessed. And I had a good time with my, my lady. 
Well, I don't know. Not my lady, but the shots and my lady. My lady I was like, like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was you, trying to clean it up. You just, um, you just set yourself up. But yeah, it was dope. I'm debating... All right, don't judge me. I'm because de- I got my money. Okay, I got my four hundred one k set up. Do you? Uh, I'm debating if I'm gonna go see her one more time in uh, Detroit this weekend. Uh, okay, that's enough. Ron. You know you don't do it. Don't even like. Yeah. Why you play hey, game with us? Hey. <laughs> I'm trying to make up excuses too. Like, well, I only want to go because I want to see the new Detroit arena. The Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> I only want to go so I can spend time with my family. And they don't even want to go with me, but they go. <laughs> I, I felt some type of way when Brian tagged me in a picture. I got to open my phone. It's Janet looking up at me. I was like, this. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I don't want to share. I don't. I want to share the blessing. Right? <laughs> you should just know every time it's a fifty-fifty chance that's what it's gonna be. Right. <laughs> just accept 75. it. At least seventy-five. <laughs> Ron, what you do this weekend? Oh, my weekend was good. Me and my girl we celebrated Sweeties Day. So if you don't oh, know what that is, you're probably not from the Midwest. So go ahead and Google that. It's something you should check out. I feel like that's something that everyone in the country at least should be celebrating. But once I left Michigan, no one ever knew what it was. They, they act like I'm crazy when I mention it. Well, it's a Canadian holiday, right? Is it? I thought it was a Michigan thing. I thought we kind of <laughs> made that. I, so you just go steal it. What? <laughs> So I heard two things about Sweetest Day. One is that it's a Canadian holiday, uh, manufactured holiday. Let's start there. And two, it's supposed to be when the when your lady treats you. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah, we had a good week uh, weekend. Took me out to brunch. We had a great meal. Uh, we went to go check out a music festival later on that day. All in all, it's pretty dope. Sweetest Day. But did she take you to Red Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and move right along. <laughs> oh, you right. a fool for that one. <laughs> All right, let's put on hey, the as we got actually, out of here. <laughs> it's actually not a Canadian thing, but it's from Oh, Starting you put out the facts? Yeah, I had to pull out the facts. I didn't want, I didn't want my man to be... Uh, People at Brian and stuff, but it's actually it's oh, you don't add them. It's like this, like that Eminem flashback. I'm, here, like, I'm shaking over here, like wait, what, what, what? Um, he, he, right now, look like academics with the mic in his hand. It says it was originated in Cleveland in like the 1920s, and then it's like primarily regions that observe it are the Great Lakes region, like northeast areas. Uh, so yeah, so so some Michigan thing. Yeah, I mean Cleveland don't, don't deserve it. They got LeBron. They be out. Their sweetest date is yeah, just for right. LeBron. <laughs> they all treat him. All right, that's what they need to do. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get down to business today. Whose man you got up out in these streets up first, B? Man, speaking of being treated. Uh, why couldn't I be born? Look, I love my my mama. I love my family, but why couldn't I be a Khaled? <laughs> you know, little aside, Khaled celebrated his uh first number one 
one year on this earth birthday, and for that, he had a six figure. One, two, three, four, five, six. (laughs) Figure birthday party. Look, it wasn't like us when we were growing up. One no Chucky and one no cheese. (laughs) Aside, Aside went to live. If you don't know what live is, you can't afford it like I can't, because I ain't never been there either. But Asai went to live in Miami. They rented out the whole club. Guess who played host for his birthday? Sean Combs. P. Diddy. Puff Diddy. Puffy. Diddy. Pete. I don't even know what his name is today. (laughs) Sean John. Was host for this one year old birthday. Like, how do you even, how do you even like top that? I, never mind. I don't even want to say that because now I know they already planned it for next year. It's gonna be like in space or something. But do you guys remember your first birthday party? No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't remember last week, B. You want me to go go all the way back? I think that's what makes it so, like, I mean, if he has the money, yeah, he has the money. He can do whatever he wants with his money. If he wants to drop six figs on his birthday, on his son's birthday, great. But to me, I feel like that's so extra, bro. The kid won't even remember how his cake looked. He won't even remember who was there. Just, I mean, and it was like full on with like bottle service. Now, look, <laughs> the party was during the day, so it wasn't like how Live usually is, which Live in Miami open to like six, seven in the morning. You gotta like have <laughs> a lot of money to even try to get in. Um, and Assad got it booked for his first birthday. Ron, I'm sure you're gonna, you and uh, you and Victoria are gonna do this for my nephew. Right? Say what? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that does happen, it won't be no parties at Club Live. <laughs> Tell you that. You spend all retirement that package at a one year old party. <laughs> you said it was bottle service. What? What are they popping milk? <laughs> right? Exactly. Like no bottle service. <laughs> all right. It was so over the top. And all the celebrities was there. They brought out um, his, uh, his, him and, I guess him and his dad's plaque for, or plaques, I should say, for his album that he executive produced because that's what DJ Khaled told us. Uh, (laughs) All the platinum plaques that they achieved with Grateful uh, that came out earlier this year. Man, and, like, I'm one of those people who still follow Khaled on Snapchat. Okay, look, I can't let him go, all right? Uh, and You're part of the problem. I know, I know. <laughs> this part, this part, I paid for that. Uh, but his toys that he got from this party, I mean, Gucci, and, like, real-life, like, lions and animals and, like drop top convertibles for a baby like i'm like this kid is one he barely can walk like barely is walking and he got more than me 
this point. Amazing. Man, let's swag you out, Asad. Happy birthday. What else we got? Yeah, low-key, though, I'm a little bit mad that at no point no lawyer stepped in and just like, no, he did not executive produce this. You are not putting his name on it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Why did they let that happen? Like, why did, like, one of the bums on the uh, on the track list who don't get no credit come out and say, but he wasn't even in the studio, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even there half the time I was. <laughs> half the time he used his mom's stomach still. <laughs> no, this ain't even fair, yo. <laughs> why he get a platinum plaque? I don't got nothing on my wall. <laughs> oh, man, I would be so bitter if I was one of them. <laughs> We gonna name that dude Rodney. That's the same Rodney <laughs> for our listeners. All right, Rodney ain't gonna never make it. It's gonna be something, Rodney. That's our fans gonna be pissed. <laughs> Sorry, Rodney. Do better. <laughs> you gotta do better. You gotta stay woke too. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else for the pound that? We're gonna keep it moving. All right, Go so. Broke. <laughs> right? That's enough. <laughs> Alright, I got a couple people I want to call out tonight. So, I'm going to start off with someone who it pains me to call out in this way because, you know, she's like someone that we beloved for so long. She's been in our lives, giving us great media and being in such great films and TV shows. Mm. I'm talking about Gabrielle Union. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We all know her. Mm, mm, this is mm. about to be a hard pivot. Mm. Right? We all know her and we all love her. Right? So <laughs> that's why I just wanted to Gabrielle. <laughs> right? <laughs> but look, this is all like coming out of nowhere too. Like if you would asked me even two, three weeks ago about would I ever come at her? I'm like, no, why would I? What would she ever do? And then out of nowhere, <laughs> oh, she just started dropping these bombshells. <laughs> Like, so I don't know if y'all have been seeing her in the media, but she's uh, about to drop a book. I believe it's an autobiography. So she's kind of giving like, like a lot of details about her personal life and really just giving us some background into who she is. And that's great. You know, I'm really excited to, you know, learn a little bit more about her as this information comes out. But even when you're writing a book about yourself, there's oversharing. There's certain <laughs> things that we don't need to be knowing. <laughs> okay? That's, that's basically what the whole thing of this is. <laughs> Oversharing. The book is named uh, "We're Going." We're gonna need more wine. That's the book. Oh, if you guys want to buy it, oh man, it is definitely an app title because. So here's the <laughs> that I heard about <laughs> that let me know that I don't even know if I can even handle the book. I'm so, I'm so mad that you can't even say what you got to say, Rob. <laughs> so look. So she did an interview where she was talking a little bit about something that's going to be in the book. And she mentioned that when she was about five years old, she started having interactions with a stuffed animal. You know, you know, kids do things like this. You know, they start touching things with their bodies. And they're like, oh, this feels good. They don't necessarily know what's going on and all that. Which, I mean, usually I'm the one hearing about boys doing this. So I don't necessarily hear about it being girls. <laughs> Maybe that's so just me. I'm afraid to laugh. I'm so afraid to laugh. <laughs> issue at all about it. I mean, yes, it's kids do what kids do, but it's just like, we know everyone does it, and we don't talk about it for a reason. <laughs> Alright? 
I feel like this is something that we all we, we let people know that it's healthy it's something that needs to be done but you don't put it out there in the book and you go out there and do interviews for it and let everyone know your business that's just something that you keep to for the family which leads me into Wait. the next thing that she did. Wait, one family. <laughs> like, what are you telling like, that you know, to? You, no, like, you talk to your kid, you know, you, you and your your husband or your partner, y'all talk about it, you let the kid know it's all okay. You don't need to go tell the whole world about it. <laughs> or if it's you personally, you don't go tell the whole world later when you grow up. <laughs> but hey, that's her. Personal business. Effort. But that leads me right into the next thing, which is the real thing that I feel like is just way too much. Which is where she was recently talking about some interactions that her and... Dwayne Wade and whoever else. I mean, I don't know her life. She's had, I'm sure she's a grown woman. She's had partners. <laughs> but she's talking about an activity that's been floating around a lot in the in media these past few years. And I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. She's talking about ass eating. All right? Hey. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> like grocery. Hey. <laughs> Eat the booty hey. like grocery. We saw that. That's coming back. The subject that we thought was going on is back. <laughs> she brought it back right into the limelight. Yeah. Now nah, we ain't gonna get into anybody's preferences about who wants to do it. Like, like, going with this. I didn't know if you were about to go there. No. Like, hey, fellas. <laughs> What's your like book said, <laughs> The overall point of it is oversharing, man. You don't. I don't think it's appropriate to be putting your whole relationship business out there like that. Like, did she ask Dwayne Wade if he was cool and knowing that he liked that people like doing that? <laughs> you know, damn well she asked Dwayne Wade. What's Dwayne Wade gonna say? No. <laughs> no, that's why I think she didn't ask. I think she was like, let him find out. Let him see it on the timeline. Nah, if Dwayne just found out <laughs> and he was on the court, like, excuse me? What did you ask me? Hey, what? All, all the teammates. What did that have to do? <laughs> all his teammates. Hey, yo, so Gabby eating your booty, bro? <laughs> uh, I gotta know how that locker room been. <laughs> this came up. <laughs> Hey, but look, I kind of disagree. I disagree because, uh, to me, look, from what I've heard and what I've read from many people's autobiographies, they can be very, very personal and uh, uncomfortable, and and that's why a lot of people shy away from writing them. Um, but. If that's what she was willing to share of her history and the people who were, I guess, a part of those stories, if they feel it's okay for her to share it, why not put that out there? She may have fans out there who went through the same thing and now they're like, man, if this this beautiful, God, you burn, uh, beautiful <laughs> woman can be as as uh, interesting as I was when I was five or partake in some um, hmm, extracurricular activities in the bedroom like most of y'all do. Come on. Most of y'all do it. Uh, why can't, you know, it kind of validates you in a way. What's wrong with that? Now, only thing is, with the first thing, who remembers doing that stuff when they were five years old? Like, I don't know about you, but I don't remember that far back. So maybe I'm just oversimplifying it because I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't think it's the fact that it was, it's like wrong or anything that she shared it. It just caught me off guard because that's not the first thing I'm thinking of when I pull up Gabrielle Union on like social media or anything. You know, she's, she's talking about her movies, or she's being goofy or corny. So, like, the first thing I pull up is 
I used to hunt my pot belly uh, bear. I was, I, I'm gonna lie, I was, I was thrown off guard. I was like, "Wait, what? Wait a minute! <laughs> who got who got her phone?" <laughs> right? Um, but I mean, yeah, like we were saying about it, it's, it's not something you usually hear about females. More on like young boys are the ones who are usually talked about and how they don't know how to control their their like sexual urges or don't know what's going on with their bodies um and it's just like you know you have um I was trying to get some cause I was trying to think about it like this I'm like do we did we really at the age of five have these tendencies and it's like the studies and books say that yes at like the age of five kids starting to kids are starting to um realize what is on their bodies they're touching places you see them always touching themselves and um get your hands out your pants you hear parents yelling them and, that and stuff like that but, <laughs> um so it's it's natural obviously um but shoot i don't think uh, i can remember myself at five years old or any five-year-old boy remembers first time they had an erection like it's just like not something. You think. <laughs> like, like I don't. Even, I'm glad I don't remember because I don't know what I've said. Like if I'm just a five year old waking up with something. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Excuse me. <laughs> what is that, <laughs> mom? Mama, mom. Something's up. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh but man hey whoa Gabby, but no, here's my main thing is weird though is that it, when it comes down to social media i feel like it's just really started to become a huge precedent being set not only amongst gabby because yes i'm talking about her right now but really like you mentioned she's nowhere near the first person to put our business out like there like that but when it comes to people everyone's trying to get their piece of fame on social media these days so when they see her talking about this type of stuff and they see her getting the streets buzzing about it, now they're putting all their business out there. Now you got way too much stuff out in these streets and it's coming to bite people back in the ass later on. Like, essentially, everyone needs to learn to just monitor what you're sharing on social media because there's some crazy stuff out there these days. Yeah. I would just say this is nothing new. I mean, people have been writing autobiographies for <laughs> a long, long time and giving out some crazy information about their lives that we never probably would have known. I mean, you can look at some of the the rock stars who have released books on every single woman that they've had in their bed. You can look at uh, some of the people we would never think have gotten into trouble or done certain things, and they release a book and share kind of some of their transgressions. And I mean, look, Gabrielle tweeted earlier this week and said a few things uh, about why she did it. She said judgment about sexual gratification is what keeps people sexually repressed and having having uneven sexual experiences. What's shocking is that people are shocked that a grown ass woman has the balls to speak openly and honestly about sex. Y'all are comedy. She ain't talking about me. Uh, she said, I'm 45, no relation to Chris, uh, or that other guy, uh, and just got married, 
So, my sexual experience covers decades. LOL. My sexual life didn't just start with my second marriage. Looking at you, Dwayne. God bless y'all. Um, so, I mean, look. She's owning it. That's what I like. Is that if you're going to put it out there, own it. Own the jokes. Own what's gonna, the heat that's going to come at you. Own the heat that's going to come at your family. And be real with yours. Because it's your story. At the end of the day... One day I want to tell my story in some shape or form, whatever that may look like. It most likely won't be a book because I don't have that type of patience. But I want to be able to share who I am, what I am, and how I how I do. And if I'm willing to do that, I got to be willing to own my shit. And I feel like at least she's doing that. I, I always get pissed off at those people who write the book. Because half of them don't even write it. They have ghostwriters with them who write the book and then want to apologize their way through the book tour because they pissed off everybody because they did it did it in like a dirty way. Um, from what I've heard, sounds like she's just kind of putting herself out there, and it may be embarrassing and it may be hard to read or or or, or react to, but hey, just it's her life and what she went through. So what do you think about when she starts putting her spouse into it? So like, not only her, but also there's Aisha Curry who was recently in the news for putting out, talking about um, Steph Curry's foot fetish and how she sends him pictures of her feet when he asks for news and stuff like that. I just feel like those are certain things that you just, just, that needs to be between you and your spouse. I don't need to know about you sending booty or foot pics to each other. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to know about none of that. I think it's more. Hey. I mean, I I agree with that. Like, I don't. You don't need to know all that stuff, but at the same time, um, these celebrities were so into their lives. We so want to know what they're doing on a daily basis. We follow them on Twitter. We follow them on um, all these social platforms, and we obviously enjoy finding out what they're doing, where they're going, what they're talking about, what they're tweeting. So. If they decide to tweet something about their personal lives, how many people on a daily basis tweet some stuff like that, but never it never pops up on our time feed, never pops up in our um, daily lives because we don't care about them. But since we're so enthralled in these celebrities' lifestyles and what they do, and then when they finally, <clears throat> um, and then when finally they uh, post something that they feel like is something personal to them, but they want to share it. Then people are like going crazy about it, but at the same time, it's you choose what you want to see. If you don't like seeing uh, her talking about her feet, shoot, don't follow her no more. <laughs> like, it's just something like we can't. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was that simple. <laughs> I, I, I don't just, follow her, but <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just um, I don't know. It's it's just the way our our society is nowadays. We gotta pick and we we pick and choose what we want to like listen to, what we want to see, and then get offended with what we want to be offended about and not be offended about. So, hey, go ahead, Steph. Go ahead, kiss them feet, bro. Get your feet, boy. Hey, look. At the end of the day, I ain't got no problems with nothing. The stuff they said, do what you do. I ain't trying to shame them in that regard. I'm just trying to hope that people can get out of this habit of oversharing their personal life. And I I think, especially when it comes to sex, if you look at our, to Conrad's point, our society, our country, how we are built, a uh, very conservative country, we're not as open to discussing 
sex like other um, other countries are. Uh, you think of like France, or you think of like uh, France, because that's not what comes to mind. But we're like sex is nothing over there. Seeing nudity on television, you can see it any hour of the day. There's you, you're allowed to walk nude on beaches and. It's embraced in a way, whereas here it's like you are uh, looked—I wouldn't say down upon, but you are treated as like you're different or you're weird because you embrace your sexuality. Um, I do wish—I don't—I don't mind so much people sharing. I'm like, if you, because look, we're talking about. Here's the thing: we're talking about two married women who have for the most part and for what we know or what we should know successful relationships with their spouses who are very famous in their own right and they're talking about what sexually works for them i mean what's wrong with that i i talk to my friends about sex sex and sexual experiences they talk to me about them and i feel like the more comfortable we are with just sharing like the weird stuff we do or the questions that we have or the experiences that we would be interested in, then it, it'll be like, oh man, if you willing to talk about that, well, hold my mule. Let me, let me go in for a minute and tell you about all I'm looking for. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool if we, if we were just a bit more open to like some of those conversations. I'm down with that, but I just think the line needs to be drawn somewhere before we get to ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere between foot finish and ass eating. Okay? Right, just, yeah, I'll figure it out. It's gotta give. Something's gotta give. Something's gotta give, y'all. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> All right, I think we can go ahead and wrap this up and move on to our next thing. <laughs> Oh, so for anyone who may be new to the podcast, just joining us. Wait, I'm sorry, go, Rod. Go ahead. I just want to say this. Hey, if you follow Dwayne Wade, that's a happy looking dude, okay? <laughs> and Steph ain't never not smiling. So I'm just saying, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, y'all pay attention, okay? Because <laughs> Aisha, she always cooking. She ain't never not cooking for that man. He ain't never. That man made a three pointer from the bench the other night. He was happy. Okay, Dwayne volunteered to come off the bench for the for the Cavaliers. These are some happy people. I'm just saying, like hey, look, maybe I, I, we the ones doing it wrong. I heard somebody say Dwayne wanted to chill on the bench that way to make sure his cheeks are ready for later when the game over. <laughs> <laughs> because too many people out. <laughs> Alright, so we out here for episode 20. For, for anybody out here who's just joined us for the first time, we appreciate you listening. We, we hope you're enjoying yourself. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next section. So after we get to talking to call out some people who have a nice little conversation about who's in these streets, we got to talk about people out here doing positive things and put a drink in the air to make sure that we say, hey, we recognize you, we see you, keep doing your thing. So y'all got anybody y'all want to call out? Conrad? Yes, sir. Um, give a drink out to a uh, drink to uh, 
some all the people that passed their uh, <clears throat> bar exams this past week or found out they passed their uh, bar exams this past week. Um, it's uh, that's a huge accomplishment and um, just good luck to your endeavors as far as being lawyers and in life. And particularly, we want to shout out to um, two fellow Michigan State alumni who are now, I can say, officially lawyers. Uh, <clears throat> Jasmine Moore and Brianna. Um, they are OCAT fam, so they're out there doing their thing. Detroit natives, Michigan natives. Uh, hey. So it's just good to see that. Um, Black excellence and black intelligence out there doing things to uh, to better their communities as, and themselves. So, drink to them and everyone else that passed. Because uh, I'm gonna need, we might need y'all in the future or something, you know. Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> when Gabby comes suing us, y'all y'all got our back, right? <laughs> you get sued at least twice. By <laughs> <laughs> Gabby or Chris, somebody gonna go. Yeah. Chris, Chris is ready. Okay. <laughs> Chris is like <laughs> reviewing our histories right now. <laughs> just building the case. Uh, all right, what hey, about you, bro? Shout out to my cousin Ian too. Passed the bar exam a few weeks ago. So shout out to all y'all. Y'all worked really hard. I don't know what I would do for. I don't know what I would do if I had to take an exam for four or for two days straight. <laughs> like y'all ain't get enough on the first day. Y'all want me to come back? Do this stuff over, dog. <laughs> Not on my watch. Hey, but I wanna I wanna send send a special drink up to uh someone who really paved the way for us to be doing what we're doing right now, which is podcasting. Um uh his real name is Reggie O'Shea or O'Say, I'm sorry, Reggie O'Say. Um but most people know him as Combat Jack. And if you're a fan of hip hop uh, you probably have heard of his podcast, The Combat Jack Show. And even if you're not a fan of his, you're probably a fan of some of the podcasts who uh, broadcast on his network, the Loudspeakers Network, which he co-founded. Uh, such podcasts like The Read, uh, uh, Brilliant Idiots, uh, Lip Service with Angela Yee, and many other, The Friend Zone, many others have come um, up through uh, in association with this guy. Well, he announced earlier this week after uh, he missed his first podcast in seven years, his first episode in seven years, that he was recently diagnosed with colon cancer and that he uh, was rushed to the hospital. They were able to perform surgery on him. And he feels strong. He feels like he's going to make a... a, a, a total recovery but look cancer is so whack all right we hate you we never liked you um you're so whack you're stupid go to hell uh and we know combat jack that you're gonna fight this and you're gonna come back stronger than ever um just to give you a little bit of history about combat jack outside of podcasting entertainment lawyer represented some of our favorite artists and some of our favorite labels like bad boy Def Jam, he was the editor for the Source magazine up until today. Now he's a, uh, like I said, a podcaster. So I'm just sending positive thoughts over to him. Uh, I would encourage you all to check out his um, his channel. 
and support the other um, podcasts that broadcast on his network. And I just really, really pray for a speedy recovery for him. And I send uh, just positive thoughts to his family. So get strong. Yeah, definitely, definitely feel the same way. It, it always hurts to hear some news like that from someone that's done such good work in our communities, especially. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and finish off with... I was going to send a general drink in the air to television in general right now because for me, the fall is just the best time of year for television. I feel like there are just so many amazing shows that either debut or come out. Just to name a few, Blackish, of course. We've, we've praised what? it before. What? We're going to praise it again. It Black continues Jesus. to be amazing in its fourth <laughs> season. If you are not watching, just please hop on the train. If you you're not watching Blackish, you're so whack. <laughs> no, like you basically like Taylor Swift. <laughs> you heard it here. Like that's why we gonna get sued right there, right, right. there. That was it. <laughs> oh, you know Taylor would sue us. <laughs> she oh, yeah. is definitely the type. Oh, uh, but even besides Black, it's just so many different TV shows. Just some that I'm watching: American Horror Story, Mr. Robot, Modern Family, mm-hmm. South Park, Broad City. The Walking Dead, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I watch a lot of stuff. That's not. That's only probably like three fourths of them. There's just so much <laughs> good stuff out there. <laughs> y'all got anything y'all been watching? Man, I started watching this show on HBO called The Deuce. Um, a lot of people have been watching it because Method Man is actually starring on, in it. So, so are you all uh, Method Man? I'm watching. You, <laughs> this is my first time hearing about it, and I didn't want right? to subscribe. <laughs> and look. Look, I'm not going back into that freaky stuff we talked about earlier, and I don't want y'all in my business, but it's basically about, like, the start of the porn industry, and it's so fascinating because it's, like, they're showing, like, prostitution, they're showing pimps, they're showing, like, how the mob was involved, and it's just kind of, like, I cannot believe that this was all, it was kind of all okay, like, everybody just kind of understood that this was the way it was until people started getting smart and saying, oh, we could probably make money off of this and keep people safe from being a part of this. So that's one of my shows. Obviously, This Is Us on NBC. Oh, yeah. is another show I love. Man, Randall, that's my boy. That's my older brother, actually. I don't know if y'all knew that. <laughs> so, yeah. What else you watching, Conrad? Uh, I started watching two new shows: um, The Good Doctor, and um, oh, I want to check that out. It's really good, um, and uh, The Brave. It's on NBC. Um, it's kind of like a military style show, um, and then started getting into this Netflix series called uh, Mind Hunters probably been talking about it all week oh, I too. Heard about that. and it's based off of uh how they came the fbi came up with the term serial killers or serial killer and so they it's like based in the 70s and they interview all these um murderers that had multiple victims at the time is what they called them and they try to interview them and figure out why what was going through their head and it's kind of based like on a like on a mental and a psychological level so it's like absurd and everything and crazy, but it's in- very intriguing to hear stories about like the, these people and like why they became the way they um, 
they, they became and then just what they're doing and it's it's a good show. Check it out. So if you're into like all those like say that again? I was gonna say that sounds interesting. I'm definitely down to watch that. So me too. That well, that's what I'm on right now. Hey, can we go there for like a a two second minute? A two second minute. Two second. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> hey, what are what are some of the shows that you maybe gave a chance to in the past, but you like? Nah, I'm not gonna stick around no more for this. Mm. I got one. I'm a, I got one. I'm gonna get some heat on it. Which <laughs> I got, and I feel bad, and I still watch it. I just like <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> all through the episode, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna dump you next week. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that fuck boy that y'all should get rid of. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna dump you next week, but you on so whatever. Man, Empire. Yes, you're still on that boy. I just. <laughs> I used to love Empire. <laughs> like, that stuff, it is so whack right now. And I'm like, Taraji, like, come on. <laughs> come you can do better come than on. this. Come on, Taraji. They got some good people on there, too. Like, what is y'all doing? What is you doing, baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up on that show as soon as you guys get rid of. I gave up on Empire as soon as Power came out. I was like, oh, this is the show I'll watch over this. And <laughs> You know you could have had both. <laughs> nope. You're not even on the same time. <laughs> when they first came out. Kind of like, nobody watching one black show. We <laughs> saw two different nights. <laughs> Bro, they ain't so never been whack. on the same time. It was so whack, man. It was whack. Anyways, I right, said I got room for one group of colors. Okay, <laughs> uh, that ain't it. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, that's how y'all gonna depict me right now. All right. <laughs> um. Anyways, mine is uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy. I just gave up on that show. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I heard they got a loyal fan base. I know you might go catch know, some heat I'm when they hear this. Real heat, but it just got old, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said what I said, so we're moving on. Been on for fifty-three years, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many different ways can you save a life? <laughs> right? <laughs> they did all screwed each other. All of them got babies by each other, and they all did died and came back to life. So, like, what? <laughs> What else we got left here, y'all? It's saving aliens by now. I know, right? Yeah. Y'all done made Shonda go to Netflix. That's how sick she is. <laughs> I'm done. Hey, but speaking of Shonda, that's actually one of mine. So I hate I hate to say it because I was such a big fan of the show when it started. Don't you dare. Look, I was on Twitter every week at Thursday night. I think it was 8 o'clock prompts ready to tweet about this show. We all know what it is. Scandal. Man. <laughs> Look, season one and two, I, th- I was Fire. all in. I was there every week. But then it just started to get too much about the personal drama. and The storyline started to get too outlandish. And the acting wasn't holding up for me. I, had, I jumped ship. I agree with Ron. And I got over the whole uh, Fitz and Olivia thing. Like, and the other guy, like, come on, just be done. Do what you gotta do. Like, it was, yeah, I was over it. And I actually I, heard that it got good again. It did. 
I'm still with it. So I ain't never going back. Season two, Ron. I ain't going back. Jeez. Okay. I ain't going back, TV. I'm not doing it. It's too much good TV out there to be going back and sitting through the bad stuff. Man, I still love you, Shonda. Oh, yeah. Still got nothing but love for her. I'm going to finish How to Get Away with Murder one day. I'm, I'm going to hold myself to that. One day? One day we found out how to get away with it. <laughs> they would appreciate it if you showed up every Thursday. Viola <laughs> like, told me that. Viola <laughs> said she wish you knew now how to get away with it, okay? Because <laughs> they need you, Dot. <laughs> oh, I'll try. <laughs> but, Ron, can we go back to Blackish? Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Jennifer Lewis, who I think is hilarious. She's everybody's mama and been everybody's mama for like our whole life in black celebrityhood. Uh, but man, she just cracks me up every single, I don't know how they continue to just like just get better every season. And I love it. Oh, I am done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into some of our closing topics. <laughs> so, the inbox has been jumping lately. We've got a few topics coming into us. We appreciate the love. We appreciate everybody you know wanting to hear us talk about some things. So, we've had a lot to draw from. So, it was definitely hard to pick what we were going to talk about tonight. But we decided we were going to hit y'all with you know a little combo. Hit y'all a little something serious. Then hit y'all with a little something light. Now, the conversation we're going to start off with. Is going to be basically talking about what are your guys' feelings around moving in and living with your significant other? Do you think about doing it before marriage? Should you only do it afterwards? You know, is, what do you think about doing it before before you guys actually do it? Just, just talk about it. Just tell me what you're thinking. Anything you got on your mind? Who want to start it off? Kind of read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. For me, uh, I don't have a issue with it, but obviously on my personal opinion about it is, um, I think for one, it all depends on the couple as far as like you guys sitting down and saying, you know, this is what we want. This is what we want to do. Um, for me, it's more of like a, how I was raised and like customs of, you know, my culture and just being around where it was, you know, you moved in with your significant other after marriage. It was one of those things. You, it was just you kept it after marriage. Um, but I necessarily don't have an issue with it. Um, you can do you if you want to move in with your significant other. That's great. If you guys live wonderful in harmony and y'all don't have issues and you know how to like create space when you have um want to be like your own personal space and you guys are on it then that's great um i wait i would probably i am going to wait till i get married um till i'm moving my significant other and it's maybe a little different for me because i've been in a long long distance relationship for two out of my soon to be three years um with my significant other so so it's been like long, long distance the whole time. So we've never had the opportunity to like be in the same city, and um, we've been in school and everything. So I just think it's it was best for us to like be able to live on our own for a while and get to know 
what living alone is and doing things <clears throat> by ourselves. And also we had a mutual agreement about it. Um, now, would I say that maybe if, you know, if I'm not married in the next two, three years and we decide like maybe we should move in and just, you know, we're already doing this. We're basically, you know, staying together on random nights or, you know, so might as well move it together. I probably wouldn't be opposed to it, but I personally would prefer doing it after marriage. Um, and you can go either way about the arguments, but I still think at the end of the day, it's based on the couple's decision as a whole. Um, it can go bad. It can go good uh, or well. Sorry, that was very improper English. Um, uh, so, so Conrad, I got a question for you. Mm. So for for you personally, what do you think the uh, benefits are going to be for waiting until after you get married? Um, I think for me, it's just being having the experience of being on my own and stuff and learning to deal with my um, own personal issues by myself before I start bringing someone in. Also, I mean, some benefits is um, I eventually... Because you can say that you can learn the other person's way of living when living with each other, but I still think you can still learn more about the person um, when you're not living with them. So I, for me, I guess for me just personally is just being able to grow by myself first before I start living with someone. Um, because it's, if you don't really aren't like know who you are and have like a, matured into yourself as a as a an adult, um, and then you are welcoming in someone else who also is in the same steps as figuring out what they're doing in life, and um, it can go. It can be bad, but for me, I just think like I want to like get myself together, get my situation sorted out. So when I do decide to live with someone, like we're not focusing on living together as one. Not first, like we're living together while figuring out our both individual. Um, things in our lives that are going on. So that's just me as far as what I think about it or benefits. All right. What about you, B? You want to go or me to go? Uh, I'll go. Because I feel like you bring a different perspective. Yeah. Um, I'm in the same boat as Conrad where my girlfriend and I have been in a relationship for uh, over two years now. Uh, and we have always been long distance and I am in the process. Look, I pray for me. All right. Pray that this happens <laughs> sooner than later. Cause what you got to get out of here uh, <laughs> in the process of trying to get to where she is. All right. I've already committed to going to where she is. I think it is the next move for me. I also feel like it's the best move for me, but, um, you know, earlier in our relationship, we talked about, hey, when I move there, maybe it'll be better for me to uh, get my own place and then we live separate, you know, just so we can learn what it's like to live near each other. And as time has kind of moved on, uh, I was, I, I, I'm not going to speak for her, but I would say I have kind of changed from that, that, that view. Like I, I now think hey, I don't know if it would be that bad if we just moved in together and tried to figure it out. And I do, I, I kind of set this rule like, oh, okay, if I moved in now with you and we kind of 
figured out how we how we kind of live together and then if it gets too weird or it gets you know if it's not working then i'll go get my own place and then we can kind of we can kind of reset if you will and figure it out i know she's the girl i want to spend the rest of my life with that's not a problem what i don't know is like you know is she gonna drive me crazy because i like to hang my towel over the shower as opposed to putting on a rack or if <laughs> if you know she keeps orange juice in the refrigerator because i do like this is different she keep her hot sauce in the cabinet versus the refrigerator for all you who keep your hot sauce in the refrigerator you wrong all right yeah it's yeah, like okay a... <laughs> i want you to know that i didn't know if you did know that until now but you wrong all right um my girl, I learned she ain't even keep hot sauce in her house. And I was like, girl, is you What's crazy? wrong with you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to ask her. I wanted to call her mama and be like, girl, what you teaching your daughter? Uh, <laughs> but I'm happy to report that she got hot sauce every time I show up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like some of that stuff has been um, what we talked about. Nothing more. We don't really have any hard timelines. Like, oh, when we're married, we're going to live together or anything like that. It's more so just, a, I guess, a convenience thing, if you will. Um, so that's kind of where we fall. Ron, how about you? Yeah, so like Brian mentioned, I'm coming in with a little bit of a different perspective. So for those of you who haven't heard our earlier episodes, you should probably pause right now and just go back and listen to all of those. Like, they're all really good. <laughs> but if you don't remember... I moved in with my girlfriend. We moved in together um, a few months ago. I think it was June, so it's been a few months now that we moved in together. So, I mean, just to give a little bit of history of the, how we progressed to that, we started off long distance, just like these guys. I think we did that for the better part of a year, maybe eight or nine months. And then I eventually moved to the same city or area, you know, general area that she's in. And we lived like that for a little bit over a year, I want to say about 14, 15 months before we decided to move in together. So kind of getting a little bit of everything mixed in there over the past couple of years. And I'd say there's definitely, well, first off, I'd say it's definitely been going great. Like I'm still more than happy than I was before. We're still getting along fine. Happy when I come home every day, get to see her. Things have been going great there. You know, that's not to say there's not without challenges. <laughs> like Brian mentioned, you know, there's things you have to learn about each other. A lot of the you know, small habits that you may have or that you want to do differently. But I think just the biggest thing is just learning how to live with someone else. And as people always say when it comes to relationships, you know, whether romantic or not, it's all about the communication. Do you know how to talk about these things when they come up or you want to do something differently? And can you come to a consensus or a, an agreement on how you want to do them? And if you can't, you know, figure out the workaround. You know, is this something that you just want to say, if this is going to way you want to do it, then I'll handle it from now on or something like that. You know, it's, it's always something you can figure out. And I think the biggest benefit has been, at least for me, is that I spent maybe when I go to state, two thousand from 2009 up until the point we moved together, I was living alone for a long time. So I got used to being in my space and, you know, just everything was exactly the way I wanted it at all times. So I think it was great for me before we moved into a marriage to be able to just take a step back and be able to learn how to share my space again. Because after being on my own for almost a decade, you know, you just get used to doing things a certain way. You got to remember there's another person here now. So it's really great to be able to have that practice before you have the pressure of like being in a marriage with each other. And that's, I, I definitely agree with that. That's real. Um, 
But I still think you, I mean, at least I, I'll speak for myself, that I still have those same, the same thing you're learning, living with your significant other. I'm still, I'm doing the same thing, but living separately. Um, like I said, obviously, like, there's nights where one of or the other will stay at the other places, uh, person's place for, well, what, two nights or whatever it is, or majority of the time we're together. So, of course, there's a lot of tendencies that I have learned about my significant other and as well as she has learned about me and it's almost like I'm still we're still in training to when we do live with each other and I think it's I think the cool part about seeing that is seeing that we um the cool part about all that is that we can see the changes we're making even if we're not living together like just like you know if like if someone's staying the night that they like this when they stay the night or, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I still think you get the same learning curve if you are living separately. And I, when I say living separately, I'm saying like, because you can be, you can live separately, but within the same city, but living separately two states away, three states away is a little different because then you don't, you don't get to see them. You only see them when you go visit and at that time you're just infatuated of being with each other and haven't seen each other for a whole month or so so you're not really worried about tendencies or she likes that you're just worried about focusing on each other um but i don't know i still think it's all based on preference and the couple and also it's just crazy to think about how like social norms have changed throughout history um before it was like a disgrace or like frowned upon to like move in with your significant other before you're married or engaged even if you're engaged at least in, even if you're engaged you're not supposed to be living with them and now it's like the first question you hear oh you got a girlfriend where do they live oh, or you guys living together it's like automatically assume now that you live with your significant other and it's just funny and like to see that now that that's the main question about when you when people find out about your significant other and you live in the same the same um, city if like you live together whether it used to be like oh I'm guessing you guys live in different places uh, but I don't know that's something I noticed if you guys I don't know about you guys though hey while you speaking on that do you ever have like a coworker or something that, like they ask you oh do y'all live together or do y'all have any kids I'm like yo could you chill <laughs> 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 can we get some more time um, but man but Conrad you said something earlier that I think is very very important and it's the conversation uh, that we've had quite often which is when we do live together how important that space is going to be and us having our own individual space and it may not be like, oh, I got my own room or this is my personal space in my apartment. But it may be like, oh, every Thursday I'm, or every day I might leave for an hour or I might meet up with my boys for a little bit of time just to get that space apart. I think I don't think a lot of people actually talk about that and how important that is um, versus just, hey, we got to always we got to make sure that we are solid together. Like, I think it's important to talk about the times when you guys are apart. Also, like you both commit to that. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of, uh, 
friends go through that where they they're like, oh, I'm excited to move in with my significant other. We got this place together, and then things don't work out because they don't know how to get like when they want they have their own personal time. Like, and I don't think that it's something you um, <clears throat> necessarily have to like ask. But to like know like hey you know at some point of the day I just want to be myself I don't want, it's not I don't want to talk to you or don't want to be with you I just want my personal time to reflect on whatever I want to do whether it's like you say hanging out with your boys and Ron hit on it it's like at the end of the day all this stuff we're talking about doesn't work if you're not communicating so you can live separately together and still have the same issues if you're not communicating um, so again it's just to me it's just a full circle of you and your partner, what you, what you guys want to do. And I think the whole judgmental thing, piece about it, about living with your significant other before marriage, I, I think it's, I don't want to say it's long gone, but it's not something I'm worried about anymore. As far as like, maybe if you was like 2005, but if 2005, I wouldn't really date anyone like that. <laughs> or, the age, <laughs> or the age to be moving in with someone. So maybe it would have been an issue, but... Um, yeah. So if you want to move in with your girlfriend or boyfriend, go ahead and move in. But just know what they are. Just, I guess just say, learn to talk to them and be mature enough to like say, hey, I want my own personal space right now. You don't have to be rude about it. And also need to know, <laughs> like, yo, could you, go? Uh, could you leave? Could <laughs> 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 you not? Why is you still here? <laughs> It's eight o'clock. You know where you're supposed to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see. maybe uh, listeners, if you have some different perspectives than us, if you want to tell us your benefits or your cons, if you experience both living without living with your significant other or not living with your significant other, um, I know there's some people who are out there like, look, dog, I don't want to live with my significant other. I'm fine just going to visit her on Saturday and Sunday and going back home. <laughs> like, if that works for you, hey. Yo, Lawrence. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, yeah. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we go ahead and wrap it up. Move on to the next topic. So, but before we hop into it, like Kyra mentioned, if you want to get at us, if you want to add in your own thoughts to this or anything that we've talked about, feel free to always be able to contact us. We got plenty of different ways you can get at us. You can always email us. It's the Who's Man's Podcast at gmail.com. That inbox is always open. We're always checking it. If you want to get us on social media, it's at Who's Man's. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you know, like the page, subscribe, look at us. Look at what we're tweeting. No, we're just trying to inter- we're interacting with you guys, putting posts out there. So, you know, let us know what you guys like seeing, what you like talking about. We make sure we keep it, you know, lively for you. Keep the page active. And if, however you're listening, make sure you hit the subscribe button for us. That way we can know who's checking us out. If you on iTunes, hit the subscribe. Leave a review for us. Make sure you know, leave a few stars and some feedback. If you're on SoundCloud, you know, retweet and favorite the links, you know, whatever you can. Let us know that you're enjoying what you're hearing so we can keep giving you more of it. Keep leaving the feedback for us. All right, so like I mentioned, we're gonna move into a little bit more of a lighter topic to go ahead and close up the conversation for the night. And with it being Halloween coming up right around the corner, by the time you guys hear this, we figured we'd just take a moment to just talk about horror movies, some of our you know some of our favorite horror movies, some of the role, some of the rules if you want to survive. Which 
I did I got a lot I want to say about that. Actually, I want to hop into it now if y'all ready. <laughs> Let's go. So, I'm, I'm going to say right now is that rule number one in a horror movie is don't be the only minority. That's just an <laughs> automatic death certificate. <laughs> why are you in that situation to begin with? Right? <laughs> why? <laughs> As soon as you see the only black guy or a Hispanic girl or the Indian kid, you're like, no, that's them. They could be the first one to go. <laughs> yep. Not going to make it. <laughs> R.I.P. Bye, Rodney. <laughs> Your family only has to be here for the first part of this movie. Right? <laughs> you're not going to make it past that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What else? What's some other rules y'all got? Man. Yeah. I feel like if I say I feel like saying don't trip or don't I mean she's like don't run because I, I feel thinking. like every time they run they fall and it's over it's <laughs> so, and it's always people I would say my run. rule is my rule is kill your kill everybody else like <laughs> kill your friends alright push them <laughs> Don't try to save nobody, alright? Just say, look, every man for himself, alright? Okay? If they can't run, that's their problem, okay? <laughs> you don't gotta save. No- if, it's always that one person who, oh my god, I broke my body. Can you carry me? No, I can't. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. You're not gonna make it. <laughs> You'd be like, I can't, but let me and say then, a prayer for you real quick. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> While I run. <laughs> Don't be Captain Save a Ho. No, that's not your role, okay? Uh-huh. And you know, uh, another movie that a lot of, I mean, another trend that a lot of these movies have is mind your damn business. A lot of these times, you ain't had no business even being in this house, being in this abandoned tunnel. (laughs) What was you even doing there? Your mama told you that, too. (laughs) That's the bad part. I'm going to go for a run. Mind your business. I'm going to go for a run. I live in the woods, and it's 5 in the morning, 2 in the morning. (laughs) Scene set. Is that a noise I hear? (laughs) Is that a noise I hear? (laughs) I'll go check it out. Let me go see. That ain't none of your business what that noise is, okay? You ain't even pay for that noise, all right? All right? You let your house just make that noise, all right? All right? You hear about some crazy old man down the street who's doing weird stuff? Well, you leave him there, all right? Don't go investigate and figure out what's going on. Don't got shit to do with you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He crazy, he old, he ain't got shit to do with you, okay? That's all I... That would be the end of my movie. It It would start off. It would start off. Spooky movie. I would come in the house. They'd be like, "Hey Brian, you want to go to the haunted house?" I would say, "Nope." And then the scene, the credits would roll. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, well, <laughs> that's refreshing. That's refreshing. <laughs> that is refreshing. I appreciate it." Right. See, don't it, put yourself in these situations, yo. And also, don't be scared to leave. Like. I would never be caught up in a paranormal activity movie because the second I wake up and my TV floating around, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm walking out the house and I'm never coming back in. <laughs> right. Moving. I don't own no more TVs. I'm cutting up my Best Buy card. I'm done. <laughs> and I would just like, I would just be like, hey, 
it wasn't meant for me, okay? <laughs> you can have I'm gonna still pay on the apartment though. That's what I would do different. I'm gonna still pay on it, okay? I'm gonna let y'all stay there, but I'm leaving, okay? <laughs> this is obviously your place now. Have fun. Uh, the bed is very comfortable. <laughs> hey, when y'all watch uh, like horror movies, like for instance, like Paranormal, because um, I like those type of um, scary movies. I like suspenseful. Not necessarily like true in any aspect, but make you think that it's true. When y'all leave, do y'all be feeling like, man, this is really happening when I'm asleep, man, and I just don't know how to catch it. I've never had a chance to catch right? it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I tell a story? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. They're going to get mad. They're going to get so mad that I told you, but hey, it's y'all fault. So, and I'm part of it. <laughs> so when Paranormal Activity 1 came out, I was at OCAT at State, and Ron, I think, went home for the weekend for some reason. But, like, a group of guys on our floor went to see Paranormal Activity. We, <laughs> we barely made it. Okay, let's start there. <laughs> we get back to the dorm, Holden Hall on uh, State's hey. campus. Mind you. We never left each other's side. We walked together. We went back <laughs> to the room. Everybody was like, hey, you, I could just sleep on the floor right here. <laughs> this, this is a hard floor, but I'm sure if I had my arms under my head, I'd be comfortable. I was like, shit, you're right. Let me give you a blanket. <laughs> Die. Paranormal activity got me every time. I don't care. I'm like, that shit happens. Somehow. <laughs> and I don't want to be a part of it. I don't know. It's, uh... The first two were good. After a while, of course, it kind of like... Just like any movie, if you just overdo sequels, it gets old. But mm-hmm. the first time, man... That's when I was like... Because I used to say, I don't believe in ghosts. Man, after watching that, I was like, I'm going to rethink that. <laughs> rethink you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, what's y'all worst horror movie ever? Y'all ever watched? Oh, I, I can answer that right now for you because I actually just saw it about a couple weekends ago. <laughs> there is a movie on Netflix. Yeah, you mad? <laughs> There's a movie on Netflix that you can watch right now called Zombievers. And I think based on that title, you can kind of tell just how stupid it's about to be. And it lived up to that name. <laughs> Zombie so Beavers. Zombie <laughs> Beavers, basically, is what it is. It's as stupid as it sounds. You watch all, you know all somebody credit. listening right now, too, like, oh, shit, I thought that movie was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Or you just heard someone made it. Oh, shit, I worked real hard on that. <laughs> Well, look, you know what you did because that movie was so blatantly like they didn't even care. <laughs> like it was like half of them trying to be horror, and then half of them just knowing that this is not going to scare anyone. But it was hilarious to watch. I definitely say check it out during scary movie night. Uh, mine has to be House. Yeah. Y'all remember House of Wax with Paris? I, 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 I never saw it though. When Paris Hilton, when Paris Hilton was like famous at the time, like in everything, and she did. Yep, yeah, I do remember hearing about that. Oh, that was the just the worst movie ever. Just because one, she was in it, and she's an awful actor. Like, <laughs> it's like she was literally reading the flashcards or whatever it is. Like, scream now! 
Oh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so oh scared. Oh my god, I'm scared. <laughs> Don't kill scared? me. <laughs> <laughs> that was by far my worst. Brian, what you got? Man, I had a movie on Netflix. I don't remember the name. Here's So I'm going to start there. Uh, but it starred Kiki Palmer and these other white people. And <laughs> I don't know why Kiki was in it. I don't know why she was in it. But for some reason, when the people would die, I guess they would turn into zombies. But they were like B-boy zombies. So they, they like start hitting some two steps. And they, they were like pop locking and stuff coming after the people. What? So after a while, we started dancing with them like, oh, shit. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> that movie was awful though like i was so disappointed kiki i was like why are you here like right? what? You, had, you had no business being involved in this nonsense None. you could have did Aquila and the b2 okay but you <laughs> did this god hey, hey but think of that like <laughs> oh god i can't remember the name of it at all we saw it together but i can't remember the name of it what was that other movie ron with, with the little girl Oh, like case three one or some random number like that. Right. So Ron and I used to do this thing when we were friends, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did I move? It, I but guess we would go and watch, uh, look for Netflix scary movies where we just got pissed off at the description, and like where we instantly went like, well, "Why the fuck would you even be in this situation? Let's watch this." <laughs> Because I'm pissed off, alright? <laughs> and we would just curse the people out through the whole movie. Well, this one movie, it went like a social worker, for some reason, takes in this girl. And it's, I don't know, she started experiencing weird stuff. So we're like, why the hell would you bring this little girl in your house? And the whole movie, the little girl is just the, the rudest evilest little girl like, even and she, she don't even possessed. do stuff yeah <laughs> you just hate her <laughs> just God. doing rude stuff like watching BT Uncut remember that <laughs> <laughs> this girl's like 9 years old it's a normal little girl she, she watched BT Uncut in the living room while this woman trying to sleep <laughs> Netflix would put anything in their movies like, it'd be so crazy <laughs> I'm about to make a Netflix movie, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if Zombievers can get on there, then you can get anything on there. I believe that. Hey, Who's Man's movie coming out 2018? Can watch out. <laughs> That's going to be something to look out for. I like how y'all supported me on that. <laughs> or how y'all did not support me. <laughs> I mean, if you want to produce and do that and, you know, make it your whole thing, do it. <laughs> I won't be there. <laughs> I'm just waiting for y'all to Don't finish y'all me. little moment. Got a little thing y'all having right now. I'm just gonna let y'all finish. Oh, we'll watch a movie with you one day, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Getting loose. Hey, we not Donald. He go to carnivals with Dar- Donald. Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Donald. Donald. <laughs> that might just be his new name. <laughs> hey, Donald. Oh, let's right just start calling now. that before he even hears it. Yep. Hey, shout out to Donald. <laughs> 
feel like we lost all the listeners right now. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, what's, wow. going, what's <laughs> going on? Uh, uh, all right. Can we get a good, good horror movies that we haven't talked about? Like, it, Saw, definitely a good one. Like, uh, isn't there like a how you mentioned too many out? sequels? I, I'm going, I'm like, me and Saw have a love hate relationship. Because I've seen every single one, but I haven't enjoyed them since like maybe the fourth one. I just go out of loyalty at this point. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. loyalty. Pretty much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm gonna be there when it comes out. <laughs> Hopefully, it's good. Is it the same thing? Wait, there's a new Jigsaw coming out. Is it called Jigsaw? Yeah, I think it is Jigsaw. How many is that? Twenty. I don't know. <laughs> Thirty-two. <laughs> they keep making them. I keep showing up. Like that's my that's my version of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> that is. That's your DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah. Pull it back. My no, movie. You said Paranormal Activity earlier, and that was like to me that always freaked me out. But when I was little, I don't know why I was obsessed with um, Scream. Oh, that's a good like, one. Scream would get me, and specifically, my mom bought a VHS of Scream 2, which is probably the worst movie out of all of them, but (laughs) every damn time I would watch it, like, that was our Halloween thing, when my friends came over, it was the only scary movie we owned, but, (laughs) (laughs) and I ain't had no friends who actually came over, I just watched it by myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Brian's gonna put in his autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you wait for it. You wait for, y'all want to know what I did to scream? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll All stop. right. <laughs> y'all ever watch? Uh, I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, oh, those are good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that I like Brandy those. in it. Then one had Kelly Rowland in it. Had all the all the features. Movies. I think huh? they all died. Did y'all watch Well, it? no, I think uh, Brandy made it. Or one of the black people made it in one of those movies. I think it was Brandy. <laughs> okay, good job, Brandy. Proud of you. Did y'all watch It yet? Oh, yeah, I saw It. Nah. Mm-hmm. It was like a horror comedy. Brian said, mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not, well, not, gonna see not, not today. <laughs> I think I'm done with scary movies, to be honest with you. <laughs> that part of my life has passed. <laughs> That's just the thing you don't do anymore. <laughs> nope. I don't do haunted houses no more either. Like, uh, nope. I can kind of get down with that. Time. Don't. Last haunted house I went to, dude chased me for about three miles. And I said, you know what? <laughs> you too damn good at your job, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just kill me now. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> to, to do the uh, real like, thing. You might as well finish it, okay? Because <laughs> one, I'm tired, and two, you know, <laughs> I shouldn't even be in this predicament, so I deserve to die. Let's go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I low key want to do those uh, haunted houses that are like free, but then they're like allowed to like touch you or push you and all that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh-uh. Not about Some it. People get shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. Yeah. Right there you hear local man shot (laughs) three hundred house workers. (laughs) They grabbed at his shirt. (laughs) Yo, I thought he was coming at me, yo. (laughs) I didn't know what was going on. Self defense. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, I do not condone violence, by the way, y'all. I'm just joking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> don't at me. Uh, All right, man. Y'all ready to go and get up out of here? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, we hope. Tell us some of y'all favorite movies, some of y'all favorite moments. Let us know. I'm curious to see what we uh, what we forgot about. Oh, wait. Before but, we leave, are you guys dressing up? I was just about to ask that question. See, come like, around. We'd be here. We'd be here sometime. I feel like I'm over the whole dressing up thing on Halloween though. Like when you're going out, I be yeah. I haven't done that in a while actually. So I'm at a point where like I will wear the same clothes that maybe a character will wear. Like I'll find some way to put on like a red shirt and some khakis, and I'm from Target now. But I ain't actually put on no costumes. I find a way to describe myself as a different black man every year. <laughs> I said, I worked really hard to be Barack. I worked less hard to be Kanye. I think last year I was uh, I was just a normal black man on the street. <laughs> this, this year, year be I probably won't even go out. Yeah, this year I'm going to be Rodney. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to just wear a 45. <laughs> No, uh, no, I get time for that. I was Urkel for about three years straight because right. it was just that's so the, easy. That's the easiest costume. Just go straight to the nerd costume. People yeah. are going all out too. I get time. For that. <clears throat> yeah, that ain't my thing. Oh, all right, let's go ahead and get up out of here. Comrade, someone where they can find you. Oh, y'all already know that fella Connie on Twitter. Brian, what's my Twitter name? That fella Connie. Hey. That fella underscore Connie. He still got it wrong. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you guys can catch me on that. Uh, Big C22 on Instagram. Uh, you guys have fun this weekend. I know it's it's, it's hollow, hollow weekend, so y'all going to be doing crazy stuff. Um, stay woke. I hope you find a lot of who's mans out there so you can tell us who's acting a fool on Halloween. Because uh, that's what I'm going to be looking for this weekend. Because they have, they have a reason to be acting a fool because they in a mask and all that. But at a certain time, that mask going to come off after that third or fourth drink. So you yep. <laughs> will be exposed. <laughs> 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 but yeah, y'all have a good they weekend. Will. Be safe. You know. Goodbye. All right, Brian, we're going to catch you. Hey, don't at me yet, God. Uh, but I'm about to see my nephew this weekend. Schnook, I'm don't, on my way. Don't cry I cannot wait. Nah, I might. I'm so excited. Uh, I might see you know Janet again. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on my business, and uh, I'm gonna see my mama, and I hope she cooked for me. For real. Right. <laughs> uh, look, everybody, remember our rules this weekend when you go out there partying for Halloween weekend. Manage your business. Okay, first and foremost, that, that'll save you a lot of trouble already. Don't go anywhere you ain't supposed to be. If you see if you see something crazy going on, just call the cops and keep moving. <laughs> you see something, say something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and third of all, as always, stay woke. Okay, that's number one rule in life: stay woke. Can we add a fifth of all? Don't wear blackface. Okay, okay. dumbasses. Don't. That's the thing you don't do. Y'all be stupid. No, interview. I interview. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, uh, like, and if you see anyone out there with some crazy costumes or doing something crazy while you're in a costume, let us know. Like, send it to us, tag us, we'll retweet it, we'll post it. We, we want to see who's men in these streets acting wild because they think they can get away with it. Ain't nobody gonna know it's them. Let us know. All right. All right. We out of here. Hey, yo, Darnold. Darnold. I'm talking to you, Darnold. Hey, yo, Darnold. Darnold. <laughs> hey, yo, Darnold. <laughs>